Welcome to Chicana Moms Podcast, your host, Amapola Ramirez, a Chicana sharing a little bit of her heart to inspire and create change to all the Chicana sisters. Hola, Chicana Moms, ¿cómo están? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Thank you so much for tuning in to Chicana Moms Podcast. And for me, I am doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good trying to clean and declutter um, my home just to create a, you know, cleaner, decluttered space. It's pretty interesting how with time you find things that you were like, what was I thinking? Why did I buy this? Ugh, it, it's a little frustrating sometimes. But that's what I am doing. Um, I'm actually getting ready myself for the presentation that I'll be conducting at UCR. And I'll be touching base on self-care and compassion and getting your power back. I do provide one-on-one sessions virtually um, that I have throughout the week. And I do focus a lot on the Latinx and Chicano Um, and Chicana aspect um, because self-care for us has become very difficult and it has a lot to do with the way we were treated or how our ancestors were treated, how self-care was sometimes not even an option. And it all goes back to politics. It's pretty crazy if you really think about it. Like, what does self-care have to do with politics? A lot. And that's something that I pretty much touch base on that program that I provide. And colonization is a big thing, you guys. It is something that really, as you get so into it, or me personally, when I read so much into it and learning how to decolonize ourselves, it's just, it like, it gets me mad. You know, it gets me so mad, but then I bring back and I'm like, the way we can do this as a revenge is by using our intelligence, by using our self-care, implementing great things into our culture, well, into our person, because a culture is beautiful as it is, yet there's still a lot of things that we can do to be able to heal from all of the discrimination we've experienced in our lives. But that said, I hope you're doing amazing. And that's what I'm doing. I'm getting prepared for my presentation. And I'm really excited, by the way. I'm really excited. I love, I love to talk. I love to empower. I love to learn. It is just beautiful. I think that we can learn in so many ways now in our times because we can open a computer, we can open our phone, our tablet, a book. We can attend different workshops and just be able to like absorb all these like beautiful knowledge. But being very careful, you guys, because there's a lot of things out there, honestly, that can be kind of a little deceiving because I don't know. I've seen many things that, you know, they sound so good, right? But how good is that good for you? Even when it comes to health, just because there's so many healthy foods doesn't mean that all healthy foods are good for everybody, okay? Um, so be careful as to how much you're consuming in of what you're reading on Instagram and what you're watching on TV. You know, there's, it, it, there's a lot of stuff being thrown at us on a daily basis. What should you eat? What should you not eat? What should you believe? 
What should you read? What should you hate? What should you love? It's just overwhelming sometimes. And the cost of living, who that's another topic. Totally another topic that we can talk about. But in today's episode, you guys, I wanted to touch base of belonging. Where do you belong? I want to touch base on that and pretty much give you, you know, input about me, of my life. Um, so yeah, so let's get started in me talking to you about belonging. All right, my Chicana sisters. So I always like to start off with a definition for some reason. So belonging means the acceptance as a member or part, okay? Belongingness is a human emotional need to be accepted, like a member of a group. And that's your family, community, friends, at work, with coworkers, religion, or something else. Now, when I thought of belonging, I personally thought as like in a relationship for like with your partner in the home environment that you're living right now that you're currently in okay and I was thinking if you feel that you do not belong in a relationship that is toxic you do not have a sense of belonging okay and it is a human need just like the way we need food and shelter, belonging somewhere gives you a sense of acceptance that you are important and that you are worthy. So if you are in a very toxic relationship, if you live with your parents and they're toxic, if you're in a work environment and it's so toxic and you have, I don't even want to say friends because friends shouldn't be toxic, right? But if you surround yourself with people like that are not unhappy, you are not going to have a sense of belong. Belonging, I should mean. You will not have a sense of belonging. And what is that going to do to you? How does that prevent you from moving forward in your life? If you don't belong, if you feel like you don't belong or you're not being pretty much felt, like no one's making you feel that you are belonged and you are loved and this is the thing where it gets a little tricky because you can say, I live with my parents. I know they love me, but they treat me like shit. Okay. So do you belong? That would be my question. Do you feel like you belong there? Like emotionally? Like you feel like you're accepted for who you are? I think the answer for many of us at some point has been no. We as parents tell our kids, as long as you're happy, I'm happy too. But majority of the time, it is BS. Because sometimes we implement fear into our kids, right? We have this mindset of like, okay, go on the state path, you know, go to college. Uh, 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 don't, don't even dare. Don't detour. What do you mean you want to do music? What do you mean you want to live out of your car and just travel the world? Like, what do you mean? And it makes them happy, but we stop them and criticize them. That happens. That happens a lot. There has been times where I have felt that in my life. 
of like, okay, I feel like I don't belong with this group. And I just remove myself. There's certain individuals in my life that at some point I don't like their energy. Do I hate them? No. Do I think they're bad people? No. But their way of being at some extent is not for me. So because I feel that I... mm, How can I say it? I feel like I can't just be me. And why is that? Uh, Because a lot of the times conversations that are being pretty much introduced are not the type of conversations that I like to have. It is like nonsense. So for me, it's just like, God be with you. And I'm sorry, but I just don't belong here. I don't say that to them, obviously, but I tell that to myself. It's out of self-care, you guys. If I don't provide self-care for myself, then what's going to happen, I'm not going to care for the boundaries that I'm implementing in my life. Because I've mentioned this before. We teach people how to treat us. But you have to start teaching yourself how to love yourself. You already have that in you. But where is it in your space of your world that is not allowing you to expand your wings? A lot of the times it's fear. Fear of always you know, being rejected. And I've mentioned to you before, rejection is God's protection. Many of us have, you know, been raised at some, everyone's very different, right? But there's always been some sort of like, mm, like criticism, you know, from our parents growing up, for example, you know, it is pendeja or it is this like little words here and there that kind of like, oh, they're too strong. And it's a label. The word pendeja comes from the word pubico. And you know what that is? Pubic hair. Like who in the heck invented that? (laughs) It's crazy. I looked it up. I don't know why I did, but I did. (laughs) So the word pendeja, pendejo is pubic hair. Like, come on. Well, I don't know how that's degrading, but it sounds very degrading. Obviously, in the way we have been hearing that word. Um, and it's something that no one likes to hear. So if you grew up hearing that often, you're going to attach all these other labels to it as like, you're not smart enough. You're not good enough. You're worthless. Um, you know, and, and so forth. So without realizing you're going to start behaving it because there's an inner voice in us that we start to believe whatever it is we're telling ourselves and what Actually, you know, yes, we heard a lot of things growing up. Now we're adults. Now we're adults. Let's start the healing. It is possible to heal at our pace. Everyone's pace is so different, you know? And you know how I think we start healing? Let's not be gossiping. Stop gossiping. Stop worrying about other people's business. Focus on yourself. If someone talks to you about someone else's business... It's up to you how you want to present it. You can, you don't have to feed into it. You can just hear them out, but they'll get the message as to like, you're not part of that stuff. Respect yourself. Respect yourself in the way that you know and feel you should 
be respected. This doesn't mean to act all tough and, you know, say F like that. I'm not saying in that approach either. You want to be very responsible and mature with it. You can still be caring, considerate. You can remove yourself. You can voice out how you think. If people agree, great. If they don't, great. It doesn't matter. Yet, we still have to be open for constructive criticism. And that's kind of like the tricky part. Because when we feel that we belong in a group, you know, like I mentioned, with family, friends, coworkers, a religion, or something else, we're going to have people that are really close to us. And that's, they're going to really want the best for us. And sometimes they're going to be very honest and helping us with anything that we're going through. But maybe at the moment, you're not ready to hear it. And you know what? It's okay. Eventually, you'll mess up and you will get the consequence and you will learn from it. That's just usually how we work. But when you feel like you belong somewhere, like you are loved by your partner, you are loved and understood by your parents, and this full support that you have from your family, your coworkers, and your community, it would be great to have it all perfect, but there's no such thing as that, right? But there is that special perfect space that you consider perfect for you even if it's not that perfect I hope that made sense then when you feel like you belong you're like okay I'm being accepted for who I am now this is the thing don't wait for anyone just to accept you for you to know your worth I'm not saying that I'm just saying that it is very needed as a human being to receive the support if you feel that you're not getting the support you need to be able to to be able to belong somewhere Voice it out. This is where I think uh, the colonialism, you know, starts happening. We were not being given a voice, right? We weren't. We weren't given a voice. When our ancestors were used as slaves, right? Were they given a voice? No. There was a lot of control over the indigenous people. And that was our ancestors. We have their DNA in us. So at that point, they didn't have a voice. Now you do. Did you know that by you implementing self-care for yourself right now and loving yourself is healing your ancestor for all of the pain they went through? That's how powerful it is. It makes me want to cry. (laughs) It is amazing. You know what I start thinking about? And I don't know if this happened, but I'm pretty sure. One of my great, great grand, maybe grandmothers or aunts praying like this. Diosito, ojalá que un día de esto sea justicia por todo lo que nos está ocurriendo. I, that's what I think. I feel like that's exactly what they said. And I might be wrong, but I might be right. I have no idea. But because we were pretty much with the indigenous people, right, in Mexico and other countries as well that were just being controlled. I feel like my family members, my ancestors, were praying for justicia, por justicia. And one of the quotes that I remember reading was from Audre Lorde. She's an American writer, a feminist, a woman, a librarian, and a civil rights activist. And this is what she said that totally made fucking sense to me. 
Caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation, and that is an act of political warfare. That is powerful, you guys. It is so important to implement self-care. When you do it for yourself, you're doing it for your ancestors because now you're doing something that's going to be contagious. When you are implementing self-care for yourself and compassion, people are going to see it, smell it, feel it, and want it because you are an example. Do the best you can. And if you are not consistent with it, You know what? As long as you're aware that you're not, bring yourself back and that's all that is. Just do your best. I really hope you take the time to implement self-care because you are worth so much. You are capable of so much and you are loved. And if you don't feel like you're loved and belonged, create a circle. Get to figure... Figure out a way in which you are able, in which you are able to create that circle of love and belonging. I thank you so much for listening to me and I really hope that you take care of yourself because esta es una revolución. This is a revolution for us to implement self-care because we have a voice and because we matter. We're not here to serve to be slaves. We're here to serve with good, with love. Thank you so much. Se cuidan. Adios. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast, Chicana Health Coach, and La Chicana Therapist. Please leave your feedback. I would love to hear from you. Rate us on iTunes, an Anchor, or SoundCloud, or anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Adios.